His goal is to make you lost. If you're already lost, he doesn't have to come in. He doesn't have to do any work. But my mentor basically told me, he's like, yo, the moment you declare from your mouth. You are tuning into The Mitchell Report Unleashed Podcast, where your experience comes through accountability and consistency. The results are inside you. Repeat what you just said again, my brother. Repeat what you just said. Bro, I I learned from one of my mentors that because I'm a, I'm a, like like I said like everybody has a different you know a, a different belief system right but I wholeheartedly believe that the moment you state you you affirm with conviction that you're going to step into your purpose you're going to accomplish something you're going to make a positive change in your life. That's when the devil decides to come for you because at the end of the day, he has no reason to come for you when you're already lost. The devil's goal is to stray you away from your goals. His goal is to make you lost. If you're already lost, he doesn't have to come in. He doesn't have to do any work. But my mentor basically told me, he's like, yo, the moment you declare from your mouth, from your heart, the moment you declare your greatness, your declaration of greatness is the devil's alarm clock. He doesn't wake up until you wake up. And that's just the bottom line. So every time in your spirit, in your mind, in your words, you declare and you make a decision, you draw the line and you say, this is, I am no longer going back. I'm going forward. I'm going to make a change. I'm going to step into my gift, my passion, my purpose. I'm going to step into my blessing and my calling. The moment you awaken to that calling, the devil awakens to his oh listen you know <laughs> i have no words to say well, ladies and gentlemen we're back here you know this is obviously not going to be on youtube but uh when you guys see the snippet and whatnot i'm in a different setup i was just talking to Monty, talked about major blessings my basement flooded a lot of my equipment's broken it is what it is but i'm here to still podcast regardless of the matter because you know what i can't keep my audience waiting it's the gift and sometimes the curse, like Jay-Z would say, to get things done. Monty, how's it going, my brother? And before I even give this man the, 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 the credit that he needs, I'm talking about Mr. Social Media Strategist. I'm talking about Mr. Instagram Reels. I'm talking about Mr. Clubhouse, the social media avenger himself. See, even though I feel upset, I'm coming with the fire today, my brother. It, how's it going? Um, thank you for having me, man. Let's, let's, let's get it. Let's go. Let's grow. And, you know, sorry about that little minor setback, but it's only the setup for a major comeback, man. I was telling you before we, we hit that record button, man, it's uh, when things like this happen, when these setbacks happen, it's a sign that you're close to a blessing. So just hold on and it's going to come through on the other side, man. But appreciate you having me here. And yes, Monty, Instagram strategist, Instagram influencer, Mr. Clubhouse now. <laughs> And uh, all that good stuff, man. <laughs> I appreciate you uh, having me here, brother. I'm excited. I know. I know. And I feel like my lighting is like, I have the front door open. So it's like, I'm trying to get all the beam of light, you know what I mean? And whatnot. But we are here. And you know what? I want to just get right into it. You know what I mean? Because we have, we have very limited time being here. So first thing is, I've heard you talk about coaching. You know what I mean? And I really want you to deep dive into this about the importance of coaching. And the, we're coaches. You know, I'm a life coach. You got the social media strategist coaching things going on and things like that. But I feel like the biggest thing that we have to really talk about is how do we develop our essential ingredients to be able to give to the 
to the other audience members that watch? That's a great question, man. I think that education is never ending, number one. And that goes for coaches too, right? You're never too knowledgeable to learn. You're never too ignorant to teach, Um, especially if you want to stay at the top of your game, stay relevant and have continuous value to offer. You got to really be in the loop with the trends in the world, the trends in your industry, the trends in people, because whatever it is that you're doing as a coach, you're not a hundred percent. You're not really in the business of the industry that you coach, but you're still in the business of people. So it's about delivering to the people, finding effective ways to communicate to people, figuring out what it is that people need, what it is that people want, what it is that people are currently struggling with in this point in time. It's not always the same things. We're always in the business of people. Um, so we got to understand the nature of, of people's behavior and what they're focusing on and what their current challenges are. And um we do have to stay on top of our game in terms of the, spe- the specific niche that we're in that we're coaching people on. You know, what are what are the trends in our industry? What uh what are the new resources? What are the new tools? What are the new methods? What are the new strategies? What are the most effective ways to deliver messages to people? And that's one of the most that's one of the most important things is communication and delivery. And I think that as coaches, that's what excuse me, that's what we end up spending the most time on finding the way, the best way to deliver the information to the people who are learning from us. We know the information we've experienced the information. Now it boils down to how do we package it? How do we present it? And how do we deliver it effectively so that the people on the receiving end can grow from it, can benefit from it, can get the value from it. How important would you say it is as far as when we're learning our, development patterns is to pay for coaching ourselves to learn from other people in our respective realm. You know what I mean? If it's in life coaching, if it's in social media strategies, if it's in, you know, um, say for instance, real estate and things like that, how important would you say? Huge man. I think, you know, like I said, like, like we're all learning coaches need coaches, right? And it's different angles, right? There's different perspectives of it. Coaches need coaches who are further along in their journey than we are, right? There are people that have more experience, people who have been through uh, more tests than we've been through, people who have overcome more challenges than we've overcome, people who have been exposed to more information and resources than we've been exposed to. So we need coaches as mentors, right? And at the same time, it's important for us to, you know, look into coaching from other people because at the same time, Having other people's perspective can really help us elevate our abilities, elevate our strategies. I invest in coaching from other people who are in the same field as me. And I don't I don't hesitate on it because I want to learn what they've learned. I want to know what they know. And it's not to take their information and redistribute it like as if it's mine. It's to learn their perspective, learn anything that they know that I don't yet know. And then I'm going to, I'm going to package it my own way, right? It might, my packaging is going to be different. And in some ways, my packaging could be better. (laughs) I want to know what you know. I want to, I want to see what you're teaching people. And I want to see if it's accurate. And, and as, as somebody who has a natural desire to improve, right? I'm my biggest critic. I want to do better. I want to do the best I can. When I study other people, sometimes in my mind, I'm like, yo, 
Am I missing something? Am I not doing enough? Does this person know something? I don't know. And then I invest in the information. And in some cases, I'm learning something new. And in other cases, I'm like, man, they're not, they're not really talking about anything, but they making money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if they making money off of this information, <laughs> exactly. oh, I'm about to change the game with what I'm going to share. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need to get that coaching, man. We see a lot of people try to use. I, I always say this. The people that we are influenced by that are, you know, six-figure, eight, seven-figure, or whatever they're, how much money they're making from the Bob Proctors of the world to the, the the Les Browns of the world, you know what I mean? To all of those guys, and they they put their own sprinkle onto it. It's like when you have a donut, you know what I mean? A donut's going to taste like a donut, but it's going to have different flavoring depending on where you get it from and things like that, you know what I mean, and whatnot. But that's one thing about you. Yeah, of course. Who doesn't like donuts, man? Come on. My favorite donut? donut. Oh, man. <laughs> Glazed strawberry jelly. Don't judge me. I like apple fritters. I don't know if you if you, if you guys got those over there. Oh, apple that. fritters. But it depends. Not everybody makes a good apple fritter. That's a unique donut right there, bro. <laughs> hey, listen, man. We can talk all... I can talk for hours about donuts alone. We got Krispy Kreme out here. Krispy Kreme is a game changer. I don't know if y'all got that over there. Where I'm at, you know what I mean? But you just got to find it and things like that. Let's go. Let's go into, like, niches. Because I feel like niche... When it comes to social media, is a very, very important thing. When you're choosing your niche as a, you know, Instagram influencer and things like that, what would you say is one of the biggest things people miss when it kinds when it comes down to sorry looking for the right niche? Yeah, I think I that think. Um, one of the biggest mistakes people make. One of the biggest mistakes I made is is just being too broad, right? When you're talking about a niche, you're talking about a very specific lane that you want to establish yourself as the expert in right or the go-to for right um <clears throat> you do fitness right fitness fitness is a niche but it's very broad but fitness for women that's a little bit more niche right <laughs> it's still broad but it's niche there's a lot of women out there right i do fitness for african african-american women now it's niche down a little bit more I do fitness for African-American women between ages of 25 and 35. Now you're super niched. I do fitness for African-American women between ages of 25 to 35 who make between $100,000 to $150,000 a year. Now you have a niche. So everything that you do is tailored towards speaking to the African-American woman making $100,000 to $150,000 a year who's between the age of 25 to 35, your language is going to be specific, right? Your marketing is going to be very specific, right? Your branding is going to be very specific. The personality of your brand is going to be specific, right? The type of fitness that you're going to teach them is going to be very specific, right? And it, it can niche down even more, right? It can niche down even more. And weight, right? Weight. <laughs> That's a whole nother niche in itself. So I think the biggest mistake people make is that they, they look at a niche as this one segment when a niche is more so of a, a sub-segment of a sub-segment of a sub-segment. And the more specific you can be, uh, the more deliberate your marketing and branding and messaging can be. And it makes it more effective. And there is a little bit of a balancing because if you get too niched, then you might not be able to make any money because there's a very small population of people in that specific, very specific niche. So you got to be careful. You got to find that balance. Something that is going to be 
allow you to really focus your marketing and branding and be consistent with it, but something that gives you enough population of people to actually build a business out of. It's like with me in health and fitness, I was a trainer for seven and a half years. COVID happened. I had to pivot. I had to change. So I went to life coaching. You see what I'm saying? Because I said that I have the extra 10% that the other 90 that trainers are not bringing. You know what I mean? And some people are like, really, what does that mean? Well, because it comes down to the mindset. You know what I mean? When somebody comes to you for training for an hour or an hour and a half after you're done talking to them and things like that, what then happens after the the next 23 hours? You got to think they have their home life. They have their school life. They have relationships. They have business. You know what I mean? They have kids. They are challenging and they're battling so many different avenues and so many, you know, things that are going on. So that's the reason why I had to choose that pivot in 2020. I feel like, yeah, when we talk about pivoting in 2020, how did you pivot? What was your biggest pivot and landing moment? Well, I cried first. I cried. (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. Well, maybe I actually probably did cry a little bit. Uh, But I mean, in 2020, we all got hit in different ways. My income got uh, destroyed. And I was in a place where I was like, I, I, I'm either going to try to find a job, which is going to be very difficult the way the world is right now. I'm going to live off of the government completely, which my pride wouldn't let me commit to. Or I'm going to find something that I'm actually good at and passionate about. And I can make money on my own terms and never have to worry about the condition that the economy is in in order to maintain my lifestyle. Um, I think the pandemic was a wake up call for everybody and it was for me. And, you know, I, I've been a part-time influencer with my fiance for going on four years and we've made thousands of dollars just doing influencer marketing, right? Paid gigs, um, brand partnerships and stuff like that. And we, we learned a lot. I learned a lot, you know, just from really doing a lot of the back-end work in terms of building the community, creating content and stuff like that. And I figured out what works on Instagram, what doesn't work, uh, what people gravitate towards, what they don't gravitate towards, the technical side as far as the best time to post, how to find the best time to post, all these little things. And, you know, the idea just came to me like, yo, you should coach people on this because people aren't going to work. They're stuck at home. And a lot of people are, you know, they're they're out of income. So where are they going to turn to make money? They're going to go to the digital space. They're going to go to social media. There's a lot of social media platforms out there. I have experience with Instagram and I have at least at least beginner level experience. And there's hundreds of thousands to millions of people who are beginners with Instagram. So maybe I can turn this into a business. So just, you know, created my first little mini course, so to speak, and reached out to friends first. Like, yo, hey, you know, do you need help with social media? with Instagram. I'd love to help you out. And, you know, I was just dipping my toes in it. And I knew that if I wasn't good at what I was making an attempt to do, then my friends would forgive me. (laughs) Right. And we'd still be cool. And I wasn't really charging that much. And then after working with my friends and really helping them see growth and getting great feedback from them, that's when I decided to really take it more serious, you know, get, get a, a business name, um, you know, really make things more legit, start revamping my Instagram, start putting out content to serve my audience. And, you know, fast forward, we're now about a year and change in, I've worked with hundreds of people, you know, I've generated tens of thousands of dollars, just helping people with their Instagram. And I'm still learning because I want to, yep. 
I want to become more valuable, right? And that's that's that mm-hmm. that goes back to what you asked in the beginning about getting coached, even though you're a coach. You want to become more valuable. You you get paid in alignment with the amount of value that you bring, right? Why can't you get a raise at a job because or why can't you get a promotion at a job? It's because you can't provide value at the level of that promotion, right? Now, don't get me, don't get it twisted. There are some people that can provide more value. It's just they're being held down. But at the end of the day, the reason why you get paid what you pay is because there's a value connected to the position that you're at. There's a cap on the value. Therefore, there's a cap on the pay, right? But Sheesh. when you own... Can you repeat that again, man? Can you repeat that again? <laughs> repeat that again for people again, please, man. There's, at, you know at your mean? job, there's a, there's a perceived cap on the value of the position or the title that you have. And therefore, there's a cap on how much money you can make until you get promoted to a position that has a, a higher perceived value. You won't make more money at your job. But that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur. You can easily raise your value by raising your education. You can raise your value by raising your information, your intelligence, your abilities, your skill sets, right? And by you raising that value, you can raise your own pay. <laughs> this man just dropped a whole little mini masterclass on us on the podcast, bro. <laughs> do, do I charge him for this when this comes out? Not like, good, honestly, man. You good. Because <laughs> you, you, one thing about you and how I met you was off a of clubhouse. And one thing about you I realized is the transparency and it's clear. And you use your your fun aspect to it, but you know when to bring it back around and you dial it in. You know what I mean? It's like I would say, I would call you like the LeBron a clubhouse, if you get what I mean in this space. Because you're like first first year LeBron. He came into the league. He gets his rookie of the year. You already knew what you were getting. You know what I mean? And And I've watched what you've done for your brand. You know, I watch what you do on Instagram Reels. I'm the first person looking at your Reels when I open up my phone. I'm like, the man has found his niche and he's found his character to come out to bring to life you know what i mean so i'll say it is i don't even want people sleeping on that like when people listen to this podcast you got to go to this man's instagram really check out his reels because they're dialed in you know what i mean and one of my favorite ones you did is about the follower account that you lost right when you lose your follower accounts and stuff like that and this man is in the shower soaked up and just acting man and i'm like yo i love this man that's what i love about you and we need to see more of that like people say you got to be authentic on 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 instagram well what does that mean you don't have to necessarily tell your whole entire story but you found your lane bro and i appreciate that about you keep it yeah i appreciate that thank you for that man yeah i you know it took me some time too right to to be comfortable being myself but also know how to dial it back right? How to be professional while still being, you know, informal <laughs> in a, in a, in a mm-hmm. way, right? Um, and I think that it's a balancing act and it takes time, right? Being authentic, being authentically you without disclosing way too much information. Um, it's about being 100% authentic with an aspect of who you are, Right? People don't need to see everything. That's the yes. bottom line. Yep. But there are certain aspects of who you are that you should be able to authentically project. And, you know, it's showing people a little bit more than the polished side, right? People, what, what makes people comfortable knowing that you're human, right? And it's twofold. You want to be authentic because you want to show people that you're human. You're not perfect. 
because the more perfect you are, the less you connect with people. And that's, that's, that's a brain twist right there. The more perfect you are at what you do, uh, the less you actually connect with people because people don't believe they can do what you do. People don't believe they're going to be good enough and people are less inspired. I mean, they might be inspired, but people are ultimately discouraged when they see people who have this perfect image because yeah. they're always thinking about what's wrong with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you want to be authentic so you can connect with more people. And number two, you want to be authentic so you can be, you can maintain integrity with yourself because you know, when you're being fake, right? You know, when you're not being real, you know, when you're not being true and that eats you up psychologically, it eats you up subconsciously. And over time, your performance, your delivery, your belief starts to disintegrate and degrade gradually because you know, in your heart, in your spirit, you're not being a hundred percent. You're not being who you truly are. So you have to be authentic, one, so that you can connect with your audience. And number two, you have to be authentic so that you can be real with yourself and and appreciate yourself. Because I've tried that being fake thing, speaking properly every single time, <laughs> saying I'm going to instead, I'm a, I'm gonna, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Little yeah. things, ver- verbiage, grammar, yep, yep. right? Trying to speak like somebody that you're not. I know how to turn it on and turn it off, right? And you can see that in my content. You can see when I'm trying to teach you something, the 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 informalness goes down a little bit. I'm a little more proper when I'm really trying to teach you something. When I'm being silly, yeah. I'm not trying to be perfect. <laughs> I'm just trying to have some fun. <laughs> no, I see it, man. I love it. I love it. So when we talk about entrepreneurship and speaking from our, you know, trials and tribulations and things like that, we we kind of alluded to COVID and things like that. What was one of the biggest mistakes you feel that you made for yourself that you could change people's perspective, that they could learn to not make those mistakes, my man? In terms of in entrepreneurship in general, in entrepreneurship in general, yeah. Oh man, I know it's a broad question. One, but yeah. no, nah, yeah, it's all good though. But it's there's, it's good. Couple things. One, investing in education. Mm-hmm. That's 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 number one. I was I was a penny pincher, right? And I'm still economically um, not stingy or or cheap, but I am very I, I'm attentive. Like I want to make sure I'm going to get value. Yes. Right. So I do research before I invest, but yes. I'm willing to invest. Yeah. Um, before it was just no. I don't care how good you say the information is. I don't care how many testimonies you have that the information is great. I'm gonna try to find this for free, right? And that's everybody's mentality. Yep. That's most people's mentality. Let me get this for free. If it's free, it's for me, right? <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> I wanted to hear that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you can't get everything on the free menu. There's there's things on the free menu that you you there's there's things missing from the free menu, right? And if the free menu is all you see, you think you're getting everything, but you're missing out on a lot. And you might get enough information to start a business, but you damn sure don't have enough information to build a business, to build a profitable business, to to sustain a business, right? That's what you don't get for free. You get all the free information on how to start the business, right? But you don't have the information that you need to build it, to expand it, to sustain it, to make it profitable. And once I eventually embraced in investing in education, because I, I don't know, I think I was listening to audios and then they were talking about it. like, yo, if you are not willing to spend money on education, that means that you don't believe in yourself. You don't really see value in yourself. Exactly. You're not willing to spend money on you to better you, right? So once I broke out of that, I, I don't even remember the first course I bought. I'm a, I think I bought like something for like $40. Mm-hmm. I was just dipping my toes into mm-hmm. investing in myself. And and I realized, man, like this is this is real. You know what I mean? This is this is this, people know things that I don't know. People are hanging around people that I don't hang around, that I don't hang around. 
and they got access to information that I know for a fact I wouldn't have I wouldn't have had access to if I didn't invest in this. Right. I think it was an event. I went to a training. I was in a in a network marketing. I went to a training event okay. and I saw hundreds of people and people my age that were making a lot more money than I was making at the time. And I was like, OK, I see this whole invest in yourself thing is real. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that's one lesson. You know, uh, that, that was one mistake that I was making. I wasn't investing in my in my education or mentorship at that personal development books. I hate I hate reading. Mm-hmm. I'm lying. I love reading. I got to keep telling myself. I love reading. I don't, but I love it. You get it. I get it. <laughs> right? I get it. <laughs> but, you know, stuff like that. The second thing is networking, like collaborating with people. I was always a, I'm, I'm a do for myself type of person. I'm going to figure it out on my own, man. That's it. Like, I, I don't want to work with nobody. I don't want nobody to slow me down. I don't need nobody to be my accountability partner. I'll be my own accountability partner. Well, let me tell you how many nights... I slept in, how many mornings I slept in, how many nights I stayed up late, how many times I caught myself spending more time work, uh, watching Netflix than working on my business, more time scrolling on Instagram, being nosy instead of being productive. Mm-hmm. And that's with me being my own accountability partner, mm-hmm. right? That's with me doing it on my own. And I realized if you want to go fast, you go by yourself. And even though you're moving fast, it don't mean you're going nowhere, uh, right? You could be on a treadmill moving ooh. fast. Come yeah, on, man. right? You, you could be on a treadmill. I can move fast on a treadmill. I ain't make no progress. I'm still in the same spot. But if you build a mastermind group, if you build a community, if you get some accountability partners, then you could go far. You go fast by yourself. You go far with a group, with a community, with a mastermind team, right? So I started embracing networking. I started embracing collaborating. I started embracing having accountability partners and masterminds. And that's when I really started to see new levels of my potential. I started to see new opportunities come. I started to see new levels of motivation and inspiration and things just started falling into place. Sheesh. My God, I'm getting chills, bro. I'm getting chills. When I hear it, like people don't understand if you don't have clubhouse and you're not following Monty on, on, on clubhouse, I don't know what you're doing. So anybody that's listening to this, like download that app. It's free to the general public now. You know what I mean? You don't need the invite and all that other good stuff. And you just need to continue just to, just, just to hear the fruitful gems because you and Chev, bro, listen, man, that's, I don't know if you ever, you ever watched pro wrestling back in the day? Oh, of course. Like man. you on. guys are, when you think of pro wrestling, you know, I would call you and Chev Legion of Doom. You know what I mean? I call you guys Legion of Doom, you know? Legion of Doom, you know the Royal Warriors, okay. talking animal. Okay. <laughs> as a new, as a new topic, you know yeah. things like that. Yeah, I was, th- I was, I, I, I thought you were gonna go more nation of domination. Nation of I'll domination. Why would I do that? <laughs> nah, but anyways, you know what I mean, man. Farouk and those guys. Farouk, you know. <laughs> Real quick, when I think of a, a good tag, yeah, when I think of a good tag team, my brother, I think about guys that can really, you know. Work in the square and circle, right? I'm gonna use I'm gonna use some wrestling analogy here. You can work good in the, the the square and circle, and at any given time, when you need to do a hot tag, Chev's there or you're there, and you guys both know how to bring an abundance mindset when it comes to information, right? When it comes to collaboration and things like that. Speak to the audience of how that collaboration and that friendship manifested into what it is today. Yeah, that's a good question, man. Um, you know, Chef and I say it all the time. 
on Clubhouse. Like we've known each other long before we knew Clubhouse existed, right? This is a 10-year brotherhood friendship, right? And we know each other well. We we understand each other. Um, we communicate well, not just on Clubhouse, mm-hmm. but we communicate well off of Clubhouse. We know he's one of my accountability partners. We know what our goals are. We know what the vision is for what we've created. And we know what time it is, as you'd hear Chef say in Clubhouse. You, you, we know what time it is, meaning we know what our goals are. We know what we have to do off of the Clubhouse platform. And we know what we're on Clubhouse to do. We're not, we're not on Clubhouse to hang out and have fun. Like We want to meet people. We want to bring people together. We want to make meaningful connections. We want to mm-hmm. you know, build with people. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not on Clubhouse just to hang out. We're taking time away from our family. We're taking time away from our woman. We're taking time away from you know our 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 everything else that we could be doing our business. But we we use Clubhouse to build business. We use Clubhouse to network and build strategic and meaningful relationships. We use Clubhouse to also serve a higher purpose to serve God. I'm a believer in God. I believe that we are called to be vessels to bring people together, to connect people with opportunities that they can see as blessings and they, their faith will be lifted because of these connections. We, bro, we, we've raised thousands of dollars for other people, not for us, for other people, things that we have no benefit from other than being the people that may have sparked the movement for other Mm -hmm. people to be blessed. Right. And we're not looking to get paid for it. We're not looking for any, celebrations or anything like that. We're just doing what we believe is God's work to the best of our ability. We are um, moving with Mm -hmm. a purpose, right? And going back to just how we operate on the platform, we're best friends for a reason. Siobhan is one of my best friends in life. He's one of my, like, blood would not make us any closer than what we are. And we communicate well. So just during the rooms, we mm-hmm. vibe mm-hmm. with each other well, you know? When I, If I drop the ball, he picks it up before anybody yeah, notices so I drop the ball. <laughs> if he drops the ball, I, I catch it before anybody notices that he dropped the ball. You know, um, he's got my back, I got his. I know where he, I, I can finish his sentences, he can finish mine. And it's because of the level of communication that we have off of Clubhouse, just as friends, as brothers, and as entrepreneurs. Like, we're on the same wavelength. And that's very important for people to understand who are listening to this podcast, because if you're going to go get an accountability partner, if you're going to go get what we call a running buddy, somebody that maybe, maybe they're not somebody who has, who's at a higher level than you that can mentor you, but there's someone who is at the same level going for the same goals, going for the same, the same uh, accomplishments. They want to do, they want to build the same type of legacy that you want to build. They're your running buddy. You lock arms with them. You know, somebody who's just as motivated as you, just as inspired as you, just as intentional about their growth as you are, or maybe even a little bit more. They're your running buddy. And and you work together. You encourage each other. You update each other on your progress. You let it, you be vulnerable and transparent about your setbacks. So that way you can lock onto each other, encourage one another and move forward with one another. Right. And inspire each other. So, you know, Chev is he's my accountability partner. In a lot of ways, he's my he's 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 my running buddy for sure, and we just get on Clubhouse and we're on the same page, yeah, man. And you love to see it, it's just you know, natural, especially <laughs> us, you know, 
we, we don't have a lot of people in our spaces of social media, if it's podcasts and content creation, social media strategists that look like us, that talk like us, you know what I mean? So when you can find somebody to tag team with and, and to be able to, right. to give the right knowledge and the right foundation, because what do you see a lot of us doing out here? We, we, we have this, I feel like we have this crabs in a bucket mentality. We want to pull person that's elevating down we never want to tag with the person you know what mm-hmm. i mean we never want to team up with the person and things like that and it's unfortunate to see because i feel like there's a lot of a lot more superpowers that you could actually see you know i, I look at when i think of influencers i think about celebrity status look at lebron and his team you know he's got maverick he's got rich paul and it's Bron. those three they move like a unit they move like a collective you know what i mean so it'd be nice to see a lot more people have that same mindset that want to build together instead of just tearing away, you know what I mean? And things like that. Absolutely. I mean, it's it, you know, there's, that's why you have to cherish people like that. When you come across them, you have to cherish them because, and that's, that's how, that's who Chev is for me. I got a couple other people in my circle that are like that as well. Um, But Chev and I have really connected on, on a level where we work well together in a lot of different scenarios, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship, especially when it comes to, you know, something like Clubhouse, we're just on the same page. You know what I mean? And yeah, we work well together. Like I, I you, it, it's not easy to find people that are on the same page with you, have the same uh, goals as you, and have the same drive and intention to get to those goals and the willingness to do the work. Uh, but Chev is that type of person. And I gravitate towards that. And our personalities are very similar, man. We like to have fun, but we know when to be serious. And we don't let, we don't allow ourselves to get too distracted. We're intentional. You know, as we, as we wind this thing down to the end, you know, my biggest thing, you know, that I, that I want people to really take from this is just knowing that social media is the friend, you know, there's a lot of elements and, good sides and bad sides to it. You know what I mean? And follow the people that are going to influence you. You know, you can fall into the Instagram trap and see that you want to follow this person and that person and then get talked about, or sorry, start talking about things that is COVID related or vaccine related or passport related. And it can put a damper. But if you wanted to like 10X and level up the mindset Follow guys like Monty. Follow guys like, you know, myself. You know, follow people that are really doing positive work in this in this space to learn, to help teach, to influence. You know what I mean? And things like that. But before I end this podcast, I'm going to give it back to Monty. Plug your social media handles, my brother. My man, sorry. Plug your, your new project that you got coming up, the new podcast that you got going on, and uh, what you got going on for the rest of the year. How you plan on closing out the year? Yeah, so appreciate that, man. Um, as far as social media, follow me on Instagram for sure, right? Monty Lance, M-O-N-T-Y-L-A-N-S. You'll get a lot of great content, educational stuff regarding social media and Instagram, inspirational content, uh, just for entrepreneurship in general, and entertaining content because that's just who I am. I like to have fun. I like to make people laugh. So follow me on Instagram, tap the bell on my page, and turn on your post notifications. That way you don't miss anything. Um Clubhouse, same thing. Monty Lance, M-O-N-T-Y-L-A-N-S. Make sure you join the Digital Hustler Dynasty Club and um, tap into our rooms, man. They're lit. And last but not least, you mentioned it, Rory. I am uh, up and coming.
upcoming podcaster, Move Maker Podcast, is in development. It will be given birth in November. And uh, Move Maker Podcast is the podcast for digital entrepreneurs and aspiring digital entrepreneurs because I'm going to be interviewing a lot of high profile, very successful uh, social media influencers and digital entrepreneurs who are making six, seven figures. They have communities of hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands, millions of people. And the whole goal is to get them to just unveil and unravel the, the strategies, the mindset and the, the journey that they've taken to get to where they're at so that you can be inspired and equipped to turn your passions into profits. So Move Maker Podcast, tap the link on my Instagram bio and tap on Move Maker Podcast and subscribe to my YouTube. There's nothing there. There's no content there yet, but be one of my day ones. Be one of my first 200 subscribers. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's grow. You know what I'm about to do right now. I'm about to boost you even more, my man. I'm boosting you even more. When I see guys want to get into this podcasting space, it gives me goosebumps because I know what I've been through in the last four and a half years. But when I see launch, freshly launched guys that I know got the personality, they got the cadence, they got the understanding, they got the drive, the ambition. Jesus Murphy, my man. Come November, I'm going to be the day one. All right? That's what I'm talking about. I need Let's everybody. Go. No, I need everybody, listen, to really just listen to Monty. It's not about me. This podcast is not about me ever. It's not ever about me. Only when I do the solo shows. But when it's the guest shows, it's about the guests. Follow this brother. Engage with this brother. Subscribe on the goddamn YouTube. Let's go, man. Because I'm telling you, you come with some fire, my brother. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> My man, Rory, man, yo, I appreciate you having me here. Um, you know, several months ago, we didn't know each other, but now that's it. I ain't letting you go, man. And don't let me go either. Let's no, stay I'm connected, not gonna let you bro. go, man. I I, listen, you. people think you out here, Hollywood and stuff like that. It has nothing to do with that, man. I'm out here to get, engage and build. You know what I mean? Like you said, you need a community. You know, maybe we are the nation of domination. And, you know, hey, let's keep on grinding. Let's keep on going. And let's keep on motivating, my man. Keep it going, my brother. And I appreciate it. Let's you. get it. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. God bless. Thank you.